This is the Music History Today podcast for September 13th. On today's show, Biggie debuts, Tupac passes away, Kanye is, well, Kanye, and the event that sparked the U.S. National Anthem takes place. First up, though, on this date in 1814, the Battle of Fort McHenry took place. It would inspire a witness to the attack, Francis Scott Key, to write the song The Star-Spangled Banner, which would become the American National Anthem. In 1947, T-Bone Walker recorded the classic song, Call It Stormy Monday, But Tuesday is Just as Bad. In 1969, a rock concert tradition started when, during a rock concert in Toronto, Canada, John Lennon's Plastic Ono Band played their first live concert, but before they performed, the host of the festival, Kim Fowley, told the audience to hold their cigarette lighters up. According to most historians, it was the first time that the soon-to-be concert trend started. No word as to whether anybody screamed out, Play Free Bird! Anyway, in 1974, Quincy Jones divorced actress Ula Anderson. In 1979, ABBA started their only tour of America. In 1980, the music TV show Solid Gold debuted. It was famous for the Solid Gold Dancers, who usually dressed in gold spandex outfits. Okay, it was the 80s. What do you want? God bless the 80s. In 1993, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band drummer Max Weinberg became the official band leader of the house band for the Late Night with Conan O'Brien TV show. In 1998, Melanie Brown, good old Mel B. from the Spice Girls, married her husband, Jimmy Golzar. In 2000, the movie Almost Famous, Cameron Crowe's movie about a teen journalist who went on tour with a rock band in order to write a story, premiered in movie theaters. The movie made Elton John's classic song, Tiny Dancer, popular again. In 2003, Mike Smith of the Dave Clark Five fell off of a ladder while trying to break into his own home after locking himself out. That fall left him a quadriplegic. In 2014, musician William Tell married fashion designer Lauren Conrad. Also on that same day, the annual Farm Aid concert took place. In 2018, Justin Bieber married actress Haley Baldwin. In 2019, Jennifer Lopez's movie Hustlers premiered in movie theaters. And in 2021, Nicki Minaj tweeted out misinformation about the COVID vaccines, citing her cousin in Trinidad, who supposedly got oversized testicles from getting vaccinated. The health minister of Trinidad then put out a public statement saying that the vaccines were safe and that they don't give you oversized testicles, which for the record, they do not. Nikki's cousin probably also got really angry at her for telling the world that. I know if I were her cousin, I definitely would. Like, why, Nikki? Why are you doing me like that? Anywho, albums that were released on September 13th include in 1965, when Manfred Mann released My Little Red Book of Winners. In 1967, Bobby Darren released If I Were a Carpenter. In 1972, Yes released Close to the Edge. In 1974, Fleetwood Mac released Heroes Are Hard to Find. Ronnie Wood released I've Got My Own Album to Do. LaBelle released Nightbirds. Supertramp released Crime of the Century. And Jackson Brown released Late for the Sky. 
1976, Bob Dylan released his classic Hard Rain. Leonard Skinner released One More From the Road. The soundtrack to Car Wash was put out by Rose Royce. In 1977, Elton John released his Greatest Hits Volume 2 album. In 1982, Kate Bush released The Dreaming, and Simple Minds released New Gold Dream 81-82-83-84. Speaking of 84, in 1984, Dawkin released Tooth and Nail, and Kiss released Animalize. In 1985, Stevie Wonder released In Square Circle. In 1988, The Smiths released Rank, Jeff Healy Band released See the Light, Tanika Tikram released An Ancient Heart, and Fishbone released Truth and Soul. In 1989, Tina Turner released Foreign Affair. In 1992, The Shaman released Boss Drum. In 1993, The Cure released Show. In 1994, The Notorious B.I.G. Biggie released his debut, Ready to Die. Also on that same day, Blues Traveler released four. The compilation album, If I Were a Carpenter, was released. Eric Clapton released From the Cradle. Peter Gabriel released Secret World Live. And Curtis Mayfield released Live. In 1999, The Beatles released Yellow Submarine Song Track. In 2005, Bonnie Raitt released Souls Alike, Spin Doctors released Nice Talking to Me, and Tracy Chapman released Where You Live. In 2010, Phil Collins released Going Back. In 2011, Bush released The Sea of Memories, Alice Cooper released Welcome to My Nightmare, classic album. Nick Lowe released The Old Magic, Aerosmith released The Essential Aerosmith, Wynton Marsalis and Eric Clapton released Play the Blues Live from Jazz at Lincoln Center, and Anthrax released Worship Music in America. Singles that were released on September 13th include in 1965 when the Beatles did a twofer they released Yesterday and Act Naturally. Also on that same day, Simon and Garfunkel released their iconic song, The Sound of Silence. In 1966, Elvis Presley did a twofer as well. He did Spin Out and All That I Am. In 1981, Jay Giles Band released Centerfold, a very popular 80s song. In 1983, David Bowie released the classic Modern Love. In 1993, Peter Gabriel released Kiss That Frog, the adult version edit, but only in the UK on that date. In 1997, Elton John released his tribute song to Princess Diana, Candle in the Wind, 97. It would go on to become the biggest selling single of all time worldwide. Elton also released his new song, Something About the Way You Look Tonight, at the same exact time. In 2011, Joe Jonas released Just in Love, and in 2013, Hozier released Take Me to Church. In award ceremonies that were held on September 13th in 1965, the Beatles won their very first Grammy Award. It was for Best Group. In 1985, Bruce Springsteen was among the big winners at the MTV Video Music Awards. In 2009, Beyonce and Taylor Swift were among the big winners at the MTV Video Music Awards. But it was more famous for this... Janet Jackson opened the show with a tribute to her brother Michael, who had passed away only a few weeks earlier. 
But it was overshadowed, of course, by Kanye being Kanye when he famously now interrupted Taylor's acceptance speech. Katy Perry, coincidentally, also met eventual husband Russell Brand for the first time at the awards as well. Before we go any further, we'd like to tell you about our other podcast, the Music Halls of Fame podcast, where we honor a year in music along with an inductee of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for that particular year. We also look at the case for putting an artist into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, plus we spotlight a Hall of Fame, Museum, or Walk of Fame along with an inductee to that particular spotlight. The Music Halls of Fame podcast drops every Thursday now as a part of this channel, the Music History Today Network, and also our Music History Today Network YouTube page. Now, back to the Music History Today podcast. Artists who were born on September 13th include singer Fiona Apple, singer Niall Horan, producer Swizz Beats, singer Snow Allegra, rapper Playboy Cardi, rapper Keith Murray, Singer Yon Hoon of TXT, Steve Perkins of Jane's Addiction, Dave Mustaine of Megadeth and also Metallica, Joni Sledge of Sister Sledge, singer Destiny Rogers, classical composer Arnold Schoenberg, Den Haggerty of The Darts, Don Waz of Waz, not Was, Peter Cetera of Chicago, Ray Elliott of Them, drummer Zach Starkey, Ripper Owens of Judas Priest, David Clayton Thomas of Blood, Sweat, and Tears, jazz great Mel Torme, blues singer Charles Brown, bluegrass great Bill Monroe, Louis Steinberg of Booker T and the MGs, producer Gene Page, guitarist Leslie Harvey, Craig McGregor of Foghat, Steve Kilby of The Church, Vinnie Apice of Black Sabbath and also of the band Dio, Joe Don Rooney of Rascal Flats, Dave Quincy of Manfred Mann's Earth Band, singer Elaine Delmar, drummer Alex Reel of the Savage Rose, multi-instrumentalist Douglas Ewart, singer Randy Jones, who was the cowboy in the original Village People, jazz guitarist Joe Morris, country music singer Bobby Kreiner, Christian pop music singer Aaron Benward, rapper Shorty of The Lynch Mob, opera singer Arlene Auger, pianist Bent Hallberg, composer Maurice Jarre, singer Dick Hames, pianist Leonard Feather, violinist and band leader Bernard Ett, violinist and band leader David Rubinoff, and country music singer-songwriter Kelly Harrell. Artists who unfortunately passed away on September 13th include composer Frederick Kyle, who passed away in 1885 at the age of 64. Pianist Emmanuel Chabrier passed away from dementia in 1894 at the age of 53. Violinist and also the conductor of the Alhambra Theatre in London, England from 1872 to 1898, George Jacoby passed away in 1906 at the age of 66. Composer Alfred R. Gall passed away in 1913 at the age of 76. Composer Julius Rontgren passed away in 1932 at the age of 77. The conductor of the Philadelphia Orchestra, and who was also the conductor who was seen in the Disney movie Fantasia talking to Mickey Mouse, Leopold Stokowski who passed away from heart issues in 1977 at the age of 95. 
Composer Dane Rudyard passed away in 1985 at the age of 90. Trumpet player and singer Fairy Rock Barons of the Ramblers passed away in 1991 at the age of 80. Drummer John Stevens passed away in 1994 at the age of 54. Silas Crane of the Soul Stirrers Gospel Quartet passed away in 1996 at the age of 85. Rapper Tupac Shakur passed away from injuries sustained in a drive-by shooting in 1996 at the age of 25. DJ Meddy passed away in 2011 at the age of 34. Composer William Duckworth passed away from cancer in 2012 at the age of 69. Gary Rickrath of REO Speedwagon passed away in 2015 at the age of 65. Grant Hart of Husker Du passed away in 2017 at the age of 56. Singer Eddie Money passed away from cancer in 2019 at the age of 70. And the promoter of the Newport Jazz and Folk Festivals, along with the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival, George Ween passed away in 2021 at the age of 95. Next on the Music History Today podcast, it is September 14th, when in 1984, the first MTV Video Music Awards took place and put Madonna on the map. The Music History Today podcast is part of the Music History Today network, which can be found under Music History Today on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast from. And you can also find it on YouTube under Music History Today. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>